The car plunged over the barrier. A flurry of branches shattered the windscreen. Glass sprayed Zorana's face. She heard a shriek, but had it been the sound of the car's roof peeling off? Or the voice of her own terror? The seatbelt slashed at her neck as the car careened along, rattling her teeth like beans in a gourd shaker. Momentarily, something eclipsed the full moon. Leathery arches. A flash of furnace-hot fire suddenly snuffed out. There came a horrendous, unending series of collisions. Her mother's blue Ford Focus bucked like a wild horse fighting its first taste of the rope. Zorana choked on a slurry of mud, bitter leaves and glass shards. She flung out an arm as the dark earth reared up. But the force of the final impact hammered her forehead against the dash nonetheless. She blacked out. Zorana? Zara? Oh God, someone please help! A hand slapped her cheek twice. Zorana moaned. Don't hit. Her eyelids fluttered. Mom? Is it morning? Come on, baby girl. We've got to get you out, now! The urgency in her mother's voice cut right past a most annoying habit, calling her 16-year-old daughter Baby Girl. Talk about embarrassing her in front of her friends. But she had never heard her mother roar like this. Not even when six-year-old Zorana had tried to calm a rearing horse, only to be kicked clean across the stall. She still wore that scar just beneath her fringe, top right of her heart-shaped face. Spitting out a bitter scrap of leaf, she tried to glance about, to understand. Only, reality was obscured by smoke and pain and a coppery tang of blood in her mouth. She heard a sibilant whistling of escaping gases somewhere nearby. Her mother's hands tore at the seatbelt, at the dash, at her clothes. The thoughts and impressions faded into and out of her head, as if they were the ends of trailing rainbows. Why couldn't she feel her legs? Why could she see the stars overhead? Unclipped, the seatbelt snaked past her left ear. Her mother retched at her shoulders. Zorana screamed the piercing note of a hunting hawk. Her knees! She had never known such agony, a sightless, white-hot tidal wave that sank her into oblivion. When awareness returned, her mother had a tree branch wedged down past her trap legs. She heaved at it with all her strength. Move open, curse you! Susan Inglewood never swore. Not even when she sliced the tip of her ring finger off on her left hand while chopping carrots last year. She'd stared at the offending flap of skin as though it belonged to an imposter. Her mother heaved at the crumpled dashboard so hard that the metal groaned, weeping, kicking the car's twisted door as she leaned in through the passenger window. Where was the window? Nor was there a roof. Just cool evening air all the way to the stars. Zorana's head lolled helplessly, as though her neck muscles had been severed. Her mind rambled, confused. August skies leaving her grandmother's home near the tiny village of Lacey Green to begin the long drive north of the M40 to Yorkshire. The late afternoon sunshine painting the forested Chiltern Hills in vibrant autumnal hues. Later, she must have drifted off to sleep. She remembered waking to a honking sound before the flying. The horn blasted again, a deep, animalistic groan that rattled her teeth. Closer. Lights dazzled, 
A low rumbling communicated through her spine to her dull awareness. They were on train tracks. She gasped. Train. Get me out. Get ah! The tearing. Her legs felt like wet strands of spaghetti, curled under the crumpled dash, a lunchbox-sized space that could never have contained her limbs. Zorana realised. Something was wrong. Badly wrong. She was imprisoned in the wreckage. She heard herself begging. Somehow, above the escalating roar of the onrushing train and the hissing and squealing of brakes, as the great juggernaut tried to slow in time. But it loomed, inexorably. And her mother still yanked at her arm, her face a stark mask lit by the train's headlights. The Ford Focus quaked. It was too close. Too late. 